0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. So class, class, last week we had a vacations episode where we were talking about Parisian musk because Fran's an idiot. And then we got to, in this text, going back and forth this text chain saying, talk about musk versus Must. What's the difference?
0: I think that we decided that like when you are musty it smells bad. You know what I mean? Like think right. of think of a, a a young teenager who hasn't figured out that they need deodorant every day. That right. is right. musty M- and then musk. Right. Musk. <laughs> 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 Wait, I wish I had my phone. You you called it Crotch wait, wait. Pheromone. I gotta right here. <laughs> you. Said, and I said those crotch moments.
1: <laughs> you said musky is a funny word, and I said it's so close to must as in musty. One letter changes a whole experience. And she said musty is deaf bad. Musk is smelly but kind of hot. I said musky <laughs> is that delicious crotch funk. <laughs> 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 that shit is funny. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is funny. Musty? <laughs> <Not laughs> <crutch. laughs> no. <laughs> Wait I said. I said <laughs> musty is that end of the day armpit funk. And she goes, not crotch funk, she said. Please, melty emoji face. You nasty. <laughs> and I said, you know exactly what I mean. Fran said, I hate that I know exactly what you mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know when you've been getting in on and you leave. This is what always happens. You leave to go get some water. And then you come back in the room and you're like, oh, God. What? <laughs> <that's> what <happened. laughs> that sex funk in there. <laughs> <laughs> You are like, yo, somebody was fucking.
1: Yo, yo. And it's like, it's not even a bad smell. It's just like, no. yo, what happened in here? What is happening here? Oh I, my god.
0: Okay. I am so mad because I really did my makeup because I I have an audition after this and I'm crying. I'm crying. (laughs) But also, what made me laugh really hard was when you said crotch pheromones and I said crotch moans. (laughs) The the crotch is moaning. The crotch got the pheromones going.
1: With the double entendre, right? The The crotch moans got you moaning.
0: Yes, she's a writer. Um, I just love... I love that our texts are so fucking funny. Like, we will be texting, (laughs) and I will be on the couch, or I'll be out in the world. Don't let me be texting DeLon when I'm supposed to be paying attention, because I will be cackling (laughs) over my phone. Dying. (laughs) Dying. Okay, wait. DeLon, five points. Name the musical artist responsible for this lyric. What else should I be? (laughs) All apology
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also like she, you know, this bitch loves an impression. <laughs> she could give you an impression. Um why only did uh, you say it's how many points do I get for this? Five points. I'm like I'm only worth five
0: points? No, that's the 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 song lyric is worth five points. All right. Do you want me to she do it just, again? I
1: mean, she, no, no, just oh, yeah. jumping into the game. Could you put on some lube? Could you spit on it first? <laughs> Damn, could you buy me some dinner? Ew, um, don't I don't spit know. On it. <laughs> who, who is this? I don't know.
0: Okay, the correct answer is Nirvana. You now have oh, negative shit. five All apologies.
1: points. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I I, negative I, I object five. to negative five points. I think that should that should be given more points, though. Sorry.
0: No, you got it. You got it wrong so you don't get to make you don't get to make demands about the game because you're a loser. Next (laughs) next lyric for ten points. Sorry, I ain't sorry. I
1: ain't sorry. Mm, I ain't ain't sorry. sorry. Nigga, no. Now. no. That-
0: now you wanna say you're sorry? Now you wanna call me crying? <laughs> oh, now you okay. wanna say you're sorry? Okay, we we got, crying it. Crying we got it, we got it. No nice. Beyonce. I don't care well about it, <laughs> and I'll suckle you what you get. Stop interrupting my <laughs> grunting. Stop interrupting Wait, my grunting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce, she I mean, done messed up your whole song. She, <laughs> <laughs> she done messed up okay. your whole song.
0: Okay, you were correct, Beyonce, but because you gave me attitude, I'm only giving you five points.
1: Shut up! You're such an asshole. Okay, what's the next? What's the next so, question?
0: So you currently have zero points. You're oh, you just like you give me five points. Yes, but you had negative five, and then oh. when you add five,
1: I can't stand you.
0: That's zero. Okay. Final lyrics for twenty points.
2: Oh, okay.
0: No. Okay. <laughs> It
1: was the eye. It was the eye half closed. Is what it was. Oh my Why? god! I'm
0: so pissed about my makeup. Okay, ready? I <laughs> <Now you> apologize. <laughs> I can't. What? I can't look. I, can, I, I can't. I can't look at you while I do it. I'mma let you me
1: You sound like a you sound like a cassette tape that's been slowed down. (laughs) What the fuck I apologize.
0: Yes, I understand true. What is that? (laughs) Because because we watched this.
1: She's I love that she's committed though. She's still
0: going.
1: Is this a (laughs) a delayed Tony Braxton?
0: (laughs) No, it's Anita Baker.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) No, 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 it ain't. That ain't no Anita
0: do you see that i i was crying while i was trying to do that impression you know what it is anita baker and you got it wrong and you talk shit about me so that's negative 20 points for you which brings you to negative 20 sorry delon you lose
1: i ain't sorry (laughs) <laughs> oh my
0: god
1: oh wait wait no no no, uh, no, listen, no uh, listen listen
0: listen <laughs> <laughs> wait wait wait
1: <laughs> i hate you for that uh,
0: let me fix it welcome back to let me fix it the podcast that says baby i'm sorry i'm not, not sorry Maybe I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Francesca Ramsey. I'm an actress, a producer, a writer, and former graphic designer.
1: Yes, welcome back to Let Me Fix It Class, the podcast that says, I'm sorry, Mr. Axon.
0: I am for real.
1: I'm Delon Grant. I'm an actor, a singer, a photographer, and a writer. And as you can probably tell from Fran's completely unhinged game, uh, this week we are tackling apologies. Fran, apologies have kind of become part of your brand. I mean, she wrote a whole damn song about it, okay? Okay, TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. How did that happen? How the heck did that happen? Tell the class.
0: It started about 10 years ago. I got called out for a sketch I'd done on YouTube and it was really a pivotal moment for me. It was super uncomfortable and I was super defensive, but I did what I do best. I made a video out of it called Getting Called Out, How to Apologize. Now, of course, my initial reaction was to get defensive. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm a transphobic. What does that even mean? I have friends that are trans. I didn't mean it that way. It's just a joke. You're taking this too personally. I did all of the things that you're not supposed to do. So it said, I stopped and I listened and they explained that if you're trans, having people try to figure out what your gender is, is like a daily battle. And it's, not really fun. And it's super rude. And making a video that encourages that and kind of makes a game or something funny out of questioning someone's gender is basically encouraging people to participate in that type of behavior. And that's really, really bad, especially when you consider the fact that there are trans people who are regularly assaulted and murdered because people are trying to question and figure out how they identify. So once this was brought to my attention, I was like, you're right. I'm so sorry didn't need to talk about what my intent was or why I did it. Instead, I just said, wow, I'm really sorry. I'm really gonna make sure that I don't do that again. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. The video was like a moderate hit. I think it has a little under half a million views, but it's been shown all over in classrooms, trainings, mentorship programs. We watched it for this,
1: for this episode. And even rewatching it, I was like, not only to like to see a younger version of you, which I, my heart baby was like, go, 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 Yeah, it was so, it was so sweet. But also like the, there's, um there's just an earnestness and a guilelessness and also like a like hey guys right let's do this together whatever yeah. adjective that is that that is yeah. so beautiful and welcoming and and um i think that's why it's been such a like a strong functional really positive part of your brand you know
0: yeah that video i i really had no idea but it has really opened a lot of doors for me and started so many great conversations and it really started my obsession with apologies because i'm really just fascinated by how you can say so much by saying so little and how there Uh. are like certain trends in public apologies so i was curious you know after seeing that video and how we've talked about apologies on this show and it's something that we always talk about you know offline have you seen any trends in apologies that have stuck out to you
1: I mean, we we've talked about this one, um, the acknowledgement. I think, and that's one that you've kind of like put in in um, the forefront. Which you know, huh, I think an acknowledgement is is very much like um, I I it, well, that's why it's a Portman too. I acknowledge that you feel something, mm-hmm. I but mm-hmm. I'm not sorry about it. Right? No, I'm um, sorry and, you and feel I, that way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, and I've said this. I said this on bad apologies episodes on the pod before. It just feels like a PR move, right? It mm-hmm. feels like you know, it became too hot. It became too hot of a topic. It's, it you came, have to say became something. too hot of a take. You have mm-hmm. to say something, right? Um, but the notes apology is something, the notes app apology is something mm-hmm. I want us to really talk about because yeah. what do you think of the notes apology? Cause I have some strong opinions about it.
0: <clears throat> I have, I have mixed feelings about it. I think. Putting out a statement I don't think is a bad thing, but something about typing it up on your phone and taking a screenshot feels like you're not taking it seriously. It feels Mm -hmm. like you were riding in the Uber on the way to the show and you were like, let me take care of this shit versus sitting down with your team and really planning out a thoughtful response and putting out a press release, so to speak. I'm also of the mind that whatever it is that you've been called out for, you need to match the same energy. So like if Ooh, okay, you heard. made a song or something and people are calling you out for the song, a notes app just feels like it doesn't like rise to the occasion of like something you said publicly or you put in your work. It feels like, I don't know. It just, it just, and and, and maybe this is because I've yet to see a good notes app apology, but it just, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't feel sincere. <laughs>
1: It feels removed for me, right? Mm -hmm. It feels like by you sitting down in front of a camera and actually talking, I mean, despite not having clarity of thought per se, um, it it just doesn't feel like purposeful. It doesn't feel on purpose. It feels like somebody forced you to do it kind of like an acknowledging. But as somebody who deals better with like having an opportunity to process and like actually write and and then, you know, uh, to have clarity of thought therein, I'm not mad at it because it allows Mm -hmm. you to just like be clear about what you're thinking and not stumble over things and and really make points, right? Yeah. Um, because Mm -hmm. I would I would rather have you put up a notes app than like pull a Drew Barrymore and read from a teleprompter.
0: Okay, and here's here's where you and I might see this differently. I'm okay with you reading from a teleprompter. I would rather you acknowledge that you're reading from a teleprompter. I would rather you say, I'd rather you say just so you guys know, I wrote this down because I really want to make sure that I'm clear. Okay. I totally and, accept that. And I had some, and I had some help, right? Versus Drew Barrymore was reading, but she said she wasn't. She was like, no one helped me with this. Oh wait, she this. did. She, she <laughs> said she wasn't reading. She said, "I'm coming to you off the cuff. No <laughs> one has helped me with this." And then she's looking Girl. off to the side and clearly reading. And again. I don't think there's anything wrong with a prepared statement. I personally would rather you prepare a statement so you don't start rambling. So many times right. people start giving this. That would feedback, be. That's where I would fall. Exactly, and it, and they don't know how to edit, right? And they're, right. they're too caught up in their feelings, and, and which is valid. But personally, I love a bulleted list so that you're not mm-hmm. like scripted. It's more like here are some some things I want to hit versus. Mm-hmm this is coming from the heart, but it's clearly scripted. Like, you you got to pick one or the other. Well,
1: and one of the things, I mean, (laughs) to conflate things, one of the things I love that we do is like, you know, class, we are talking up the cuff here, but a lot of this is, is written down, as we said. Yeah. We're not hiding it. We we we've planned <laughs> no. this, you know?
0: No, and we have, and again, we've also figured out our style over the course of working right. on this, where we have, some parts are like very scripted. We need to get names and dates correct. And then other times we have bullet points because it's like, here are some ideas that we want to talk over. And we kind of weave in and out. And I think, you know, again, when it comes to making a public statement, whether it's an apology or a TED talk or, you know, you're given remarks at a funeral. I think a good mix of both helps something to keep you right. on track and then room for you to improvise and, and put your own sauce on it. So today we are going to dig into some sorries from different celebrities, brands, comedians, and even a few podcast hosts. And then after we recap each story, we will both pitch how we would fix these apologies. So let's dive in. All apologies. Let me fix it. Ha, 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 ha. Ha! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> first up, we've got rapper and professional troll Little Nas X. So, in January 2024, just this month, Little Nas X announced J Christ as the first single off of his yet-to-be-released sophomore album. Leading up to the release, he has been trolling real hard on social media, posting clips of himself partying with the sacrament, aka the communion wine and wafers, dressed as Jesus, and even posting an acceptance letter from a Christian college saying he'd been admitted for studies in the fall that's 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 trolling real hard (laughs) i mean the the acceptance letter you're doing a lot you're doing the most
0: he's so clever i mean you kind of you have to hand it to him like that was just taking it another step further so the music video for j christ has racked up about 13 million views and as usual the imagery is provocative as hell pun intended so (laughs) let's go ahead and take a look
1: You know what I love? I love that he has what? all these like lookalikes. Lookalikes. <laughs> he's celebrity lookalikes. Yeah, he's supposed to be it's
0: Oprah. Pretty... This Obama is weird looking.
1: Uh, Obama, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, bust down chain. That was thirty bits.
0: I mean, he better get it. He better get it. He is so... Okay, wait. He's also wearing my crown. <laughs> he is wearing your crown. <laughs> Not
1: Michael Jackson's ass in there. The fake Michael.
0: Uh-huh. He looks good, though. I like that. He looks the fantastic.
1: Hair. The, ha- yeah, the hair's laid, it. the nails, everything. I'm, I'm just saying this, though. Remember when he told us he was... I mean, I don't want anybody's gender but i'm like you out here doing this you're doing the most sir you are giving me gay gay gay
0: oh i mean i don't think he's ever hidden that he is gayer than a three dollar bill but it does feel i don't know we'll get into it but something that i thought when i was watching this is that the editing feels i don't know like too overdone like it's mm. does that make sense? Like the like the people almost look like cardboard cutouts. Like it just mm. like it just it feels very green screen, which I'm sure it yeah. was. But but and maybe that's like a creative decision to make it look like. Well, because wasn't
1: wasn't Call Me by Your Name? Call Me by Your Name had the same kind of feel, like very green screeny, yes. very like yeah. cartoony. Like, you know,
0: cartoony. Yeah, overly processed. And again, maybe that's yeah. the goal. But personally, right. I don't love it. Let's watch up to the chorus. <laughs>
1: what do you think Um, the music just isn't hitting for me it the music isn't hitting because it's it's just, it sounds like everything else he's ever written and i, I just yeah. the music production the song is not that interesting For me
0: Yeah Um, I think I, I have similar thoughts I feel like the video Is trying a little bit Too hard And the imagery Feels recycled As we remember There was the pole dancing Satan In Call Me By Your Name Right He's like You know He is Satan in that video Satan appears in this one He's also Jesus The other thing That I noted Was that the beat Sounds so similar To Kendrick Lamar's Humble Remember syrup sandwiches and crumb allowances for Nissa Nickel with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting. That's a dun 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 mm. dun 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 dun. And then yeah. I went back and I looked at the video because I was like, let me just see. Am I imagining this? And in the Humble video, Kendrick is dressed like the Pope. There's also a scene where he's doing the Last Supper. And I was like, is this a knockoff of Humble or is it a response to Humble? Like Kendrick saying, be humble. And little Nas X is like, I'm Jesus Christ. I don't know, like. Mm. I'm not humble. Oh, like I, you know. well, listen.
1: You better. Weave, you better knit a sweater. You better weave a tail. Okay. She put. <laughs> she really was trying to put some narratives together there. I mean, I I'll push back because I rewatched Humble for this, and I was like, mm-hmm. Yo, the Humble is the fucking jam. It is the that fucking song jam. Is so good. And I forget who directed it, but it's at the the beginning credits of Humble. The the director mm-hmm. of it uh, is is listed, and it's just ten times better of a video than, than yeah. this than oh, what yeah. Little Nas is doing. So I mean, maybe it's an homage to Humble, but I do I appreciate your knitting the sweater of that. Yeah,
0: and I don't and I don't think. And I don't think that this the music video itself is like directly responding to it. It's more of that like piano combined with the beat,
1: yeah, the bass sounds, boom, 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 boom. It yeah,
0: sounds so similar to to a uh, Kendrick's song,
1: well, you know they've the the music industry has been thieving and stealing since inception, so mm-hmm, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be shocked. So, despite Little Nas's antics, the song hasn't made much of a splash on the Billboard charts. <laughs> Clearly, I don't think it should. Have cause I don't like it that much. Um, but it has drawn the ire of many Christians online. His IG posts and Twitter mentions are filled with people going off. In a statement to Fox News, blah, Christian rapper Bryson Gray, who the hell are you, denounced the images of Little Nas' ex-dressed as Jesus and called on other Christians to publicly condemn him. Here's a quote. quote I think that he is mocking christianity he's mocking christ that's why he uses christian imagery to do it end quote so uh what are your thoughts
0: i mean yes he that is what he's doing (laughs) totally totally (laughs) i mean not me agreeing with this nobody i don't know who this man is but that is what Uh, little Nas X is doing it's it's very obvious he's on the cross he's got a crown of thorns on I mean he's playing basketball with the devil in heaven
1: Uh, but I mean but like
0: dead celebs
1: I feel like mocking is like y'all he's mocking it or is he using the imagery that is that is just pervasive in American culture and and in the world
0: I mean, I would say, why not both? I mean, I think he's (laughs) poking... I think, yes, and he's obviously poking fun, right? Like, it's supposed to be funny to see him as Jesus, especially because he is an openly gay man. It does feel like he's kind of thumbing his nose, especially because there are a lot of people... Christian of all backgrounds, but especially Christian black people that have been critical of little Nas X. You know, he kissed a man on stage at an award show. And there were people that I think it was at BET. And then yeah. they, BET would not premiere one of his videos. So He made a song called Fuck BET. Again, not a great song. Yeah. But, you know, right. he got the message across. Um, right, right. And so obviously it seems to me like he is doing this in response to the criticism that he's gotten throughout his career. He ended up firing off a bunch of defensive tweets um, before posting a video to his Instagram captioned, wanted to get something off of my chest. So let's go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage.
2: Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, I wanted to not in the bonnet not necessarily
0: <laughs> really taking it seriously I wanted to explain
2: <laughs> like where my head at and where it's been for like the last week so first of all when I did the artwork I knew like there would be some upset people or whatnot uh simply cause you know religion is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people but I also didn't mean to like mock this wasn't like a fuck you to you people, um, fuck you to the Christians. Like, you know, it wasn't, it was not that. It was literally me saying, oh, I'm back. I'm back like Jesus. Like, that was like the whole thing. I'm not the first person to dress up as Jesus. I'm not the first rapper. I'm not the first artist. And I He's won't not be the last. Um, He's not wrong. And I know, like, given my history with, you know, the Call Me By A Name video, Anything that I do related to religion can
1: be seen mm-hmm. as, like, mockery. That just was not the case with this.
2: I'm
0: sorry. The pacing around is really <sighs> weird, well, and right? It's,
1: and you, it, well, and, like, he's done I mean, I guess he's talking on to the video, but I'm like, where is he going? He's just walking around a room.
0: He's I'm just, dizzy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels... Again, the thing that we were talking about before about notes app versus a video, this does feel very off the cuff, and maybe that was the point. But it, right. it feels insincere, especially because he's like, "It's not an apology. I just wanted to say." And I'm he's pacing around. the 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 video is four minutes long. We are not going to watch all all. No, four and minutes. he also says
1: in the video he says several times, <coughs> I, um, "What else did I want to say? What else did I want to say?" And I was like, "You should have <laughs> planned out what you wanted to say."
0: And or edit that part out. Like you are a social, you are a social media maven. He's so good at social media. I know he knows how to edit a video clip together. He also does say in the video that he, um, he did want to apologize for, you know, eating the sacrament because people felt like that was, insinuating cannibalism i don't don't understand that i don't understand that because when y'all go to church you are eating the same sacrament you are eating the
1: body and the blood of christ so who's calling it cannibalism and stuff out here y'all are what
0: yeah, it's, it's it really so far. strange. He, he says, I thought the video was going to lighten the mood. I thought it was something we all wanted to do as kids. I didn't understand the reality of what it is. It's me eating communion, which is the symbolism of Jesus's blood and bones or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember completely. <laughs>
1: How are you going to use the imagery? They'd be like, bones or oh, something. <laughs> oh, I don't you know what said, weirdos you weirdos believe. believe in. <laughs> whatever y'all
0: think. <laughs> um, I didn't mean it as cannibalism thing or whatever the freak. I do apologize for that. Whatever the freak. That, that really doesn't sound like you're apologizing. So, Dawn, was this an apology? Well, so
1: despite him saying it's not an apology I think the act of doing it actually is an apology mm-hmm. um I you know <laughs> I'm not giving him any cookies but like it feels like damage control things just got a little too hot you know I do think he misses part of the equation though right in our other bad apologies episode we said I said like it's acknowledging the the harm done and then taking mm-hmm. action to rectify it right yeah um he he's yeah. missing that second piece so like he's coming on and saying like y'all got y'all were really mad about it um uh but he's not doing anything to change it right so i yeah. I, I think it fails there in terms of actually being in an apology um i also did it work i mean i don't think he needed to apologize to, to your point yeah. about him being a troll like that was the whole point of it to get attention to get people whole, talking
0: that was the whole point i feel the same way like i'm genuinely surprised at first okay, at first when I heard about this apology, I was like is it climate change or is it a cold day in hell because I would never think that Lil Nas X would apologize for a music video because he is always trolling and and right. it's so strange because he says like I didn't mean to. Yes you did. You absolutely meant to piss off christians that was the whole point you got the response that you wanted okay i don't know if you remember this but he put out some 666 satan shoes at one point where he said did he really or was there like blood in them oh i do there was blood in the shoes and then you know again him in the call me by your name video as the pole dancing satan like this is all about taunting and pissing off Christians. And do not, do not get me wrong. It's not that I think that Christians are above being taunted, especially ones that are pushing homophobia and regressive politics, okay? You deserve to be dragged. But here's the thing. I think he's trolling with this response because when I went looking for the backlash, I found more articles about the apology than I did about Christians denouncing him. It's oh, like really? the story yeah, like it like the story became Little Na's ex apologizes and part of me is like I Is feel it like- Yes, exactly. Like, um, I know that if I say, if if I make this big, because again, that that Christian rapper said something, I've never heard of that man in my life. Rice and okay? who? And, and that's not to say, like, that's not my music. I don't listen to that. But for example, Lecrae is a well-known Christian rapper. I don't listen to his music, mm. but like, I know who he is, like, because he's mm. very popular. So it definitely felt like people like piggybacking off of Lil Nas X's name but I would say more of the response was, Ugh, this song just feels like recycled. It doesn't feel original versus mm. Christians making a big stink. I did see that the Church of Satan said that they loved the song. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it a thumbs up according to TMZ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a thumbs up or was it a fork up? Um, listen... <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I want to say is like, just to get on my gay soapbox here, y'all Christians and religion have been talking about gay people since inception y'all have been Mm -hmm. saying we are an abomination we're heathens we're all we should be burned all these things so in what world in what privilege do you think that gay people are not going to push back against that and criticize christianity and use its imagery to yes mock do i think that this was mocking i don't know that that was the intent but i thought i think it's it's actually fruitful for us dare i say to go oh no we are we now can take up space we now mm-hmm. have a voice to say no it's y'all because let me tell you christians are losing um losing their numbers
0: yeah the propaganda war is not working y'all don't okay. know how to get people in the seats and you I'm try and all you're trying all sorts of things i saw justin bieber's uh priest wearing Ooh. you know leather jackets and skinny jeans <sighs> well and didn't and didn't he can there's a whole documentary on him he sure he was, did. Uh, was
1: it sexual something? Probably with these damn. He Kirk cheated on his. He
0: cheated on his wife. And, Always. You know, and and it's that thing of you. You can't do it, but I can do it. Wanting to pass I do as I say, judgment. not as I do. Exactly. Wanting to pass judgment on every other every other body while having skeletons in your own closet. And to your point, Delon, it feels like when queer artist or gay artist repurpose christian imagery in this way they are poking fun at the hypocrisy and they're exactly. saying they're saying you know what you are you're saying that i'm going to hell Let's go. Let me pussy pop Let's on the go. devil. I'm going to take you to hell. <laughs> and let me
1: take you to my hell. That's what he's doing. Why well, right, he, exactly. And, and y'all were so mad about him being Satan. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to be Jesus now. Y'all are so mad about him being Jesus. Y'all are just mad because he exists. And right. he's being paid for it. And he is having a message. He's making he's making other people feel safe. Y'all are just mad because people exist. And like yeah. we people can't do anything about that. I can't do anything about that. Nor can I have sex.
0: Yeah, I would say my fix, I wish he had just said nothing. I wish he had just said nothing. Yeah. I will also say I I need him to focus on like a new gimmick. Like he's done this. Mm, We've seen mm -hmm. the Jesus Christian stuff. I'm not saying that like it's offensive and I think it's bad. I just think you need a new shtick. You need to figure out a new thing. And especially because... Songs like this that are about, like, I'm the baddest, I'm da 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 it's not relatable. Like, we can't. <sighs> Girl, and, you
1: know and listen, mean? 1999 called, like, they they kind of want their tone yeah, back, right? Yeah, just come because up with that's like.
0: New. It,
1: well, and it's, it's kind of like built into like the rap kind of persona of like, I'm mm-hmm. everything. I mean, it's suck my dick, suck my pussy, <laughs> right? It's like totally in yes. there. But yes. to your point, there's something about evolving. Like take a, take a, take a note from Madonna's book. Like what is mm-hmm. the next, what is, uh, you know, to use Fran point zero, Fran 4.0, what is Little Nas X 2.0? Like yes, this album exactly. should have been that. My thing, my fix for him is uh, along those same lines is say something about the culture, you know? Like, I need people out here to start saying stuff about Marsha P. Johnson, who was the first woman Mm -hmm. to throw, uh, a trans woman to throw the uh, brick through the window at Stonewall. You know, um, Sylvia Rivera. Um, Mm -hmm. Talk about Paris is Burning. Where's the song about Paris is Burning? That's like gay iconism, if that's how you say that word.
0: Yeah, and if you you listen to his, what I liked about his first album is he does get really personal. Like, he talks about... You know, not talking to his dad and, and, and dealing with suicidal ideation and, and, um, wondering if he's gonna make it. Like there are some, some great, um, really poignant moments in that first album where i felt like damn he's really like showing us a new side of him and maybe mm-hmm. he will do that in this new album but for your first single to really just feel like a retread of stuff we have already done i'm kind of like uh, uh, we've seen uh, you do yeah. that christian stuff do something else is your dog okay <laughs> He's listen he Fox was hacking up a lung. i heard him through the mic i didn't even flinch you saw i'm
1: working you sure didn't you said i'm working boy um two other things i mean if you look i want everyone to excuse
0: is he all right (laughs) he's fine he's fine flex yeah he's fine
1: okay um just if y'all will excuse my whataboutism for a moment just because Mm. like you know bruce nobody's talking about bruce almighty where um okay. Morgan or, Freeman was Jim playing Car-
0: Well, but oh yeah, Morgan God. but Jim Carrey's in that movie, but- right?
1: But yeah, Jim Carrey takes God's powers for like okay. a week or something and mm-hmm. does all this crazy shit. And I guess because it's a, there's like a, you know, an allegory to it. Like Jim Carrey's character learns something in the end. Jennifer Aniston's just there being Jennifer Aniston. Um, but uh, nobody really. Where was the pushback against that? There's an, another movie coming out called Not a Not Another Church Movie, which is making fun of Tyler Perry. Deep, <gasps> deep. No, I've not um, but seen Jamie, this. Jamie Foxx plays Jesus. And I'm like, where are the people pissed about that? You know? Right. Um. Because right. it's the same iconism and imagery to to yeah. poke fun, to make a joke, to make mockery of, right?
0: Yeah. And listen, that's what little Nas X said in his like so quote unquote apology. He's not the first person to play jesus in a music video he will not be the last i think about madonna when she did like a prayer the christians were very upset about that Mm -hmm. i don't remember people being upset when lady gaga did alejandro there's a lot of religious imagery in that video Uh i mean and maybe we're just in our own little bubbles and people are pissed about it but i think your point i think your point is relevant in that I think people, if people are upset, because again, I think it's questionable how upset people were, but I think overall the reason people have been upset in the past is that Little Nas X is a loud and proud gay man. And that's mm-hmm. what they're more upset about.
1: That's what they're it's mad not, about.
0: It's not just the Christianity thing. It's like you're an abomination, you're going against God, and then you're How dare your you nose. not be
1: somewhere in a crevice somewhere living your life. You're living out yes. and proud.
0: Yes, you are not supposed to be happy and mm. and doing something that I think is morally reprehensible. You, you're not allowed yep. to do those things. You could do it in the shadows or, mm-hmm. you know, because, listen, y'all ain't got shit to say when the priests are molesting children.
1: Don't but, get me started.
0: But then if you are happy and gay, we got to shut that down. You know what I mean? All right. And so it's, 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 it's a little bit of that. Yeah. Next up. On our apologies list, we've got Joe Coy. Now, Delon, a few weeks ago, you bravely disclosed that you are a Joe Coy fan. <laughs> Why do you say bravely? Why do you say bravely like it's a bad thing? Because they be a were fan dragging. Because they were dragging his ass, and I didn't know that anybody was going to stand up and say, "I." i volunteer as tribute <laughs> i love joe coy hey, wait, wait wait wait
1: wait 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 wait, wait, wait. play the tape back. i don't know if they love nah. I I now okay. but part. you said, you
0: said you were a fan i i was surprised so please tell me more i did not really know who this man was i had seen some billboards for a movie that he was in but i could not tell you anything about his comedy before he did this uh golden globe stint and got all this backlash so when did you become a fan
1: so, I love watching stand-up on, uh, on streaming platforms. So, Joe Coy, he's a stand-up comedian who has six specials between Netflix and Comedy Central, respectively. Um, and his best comedy, in my opinion, is identity comedy centered around him being Filipino, half Filipino and half white. Um, and his funniest moments for me are when he has his mom, he's just playing his mom, right? Mm-hmm. There's a really funny clip of his mom, him playing his mom when she's roasting him over not being able to find his kids i think we should like watch a little bit of it because you'll see how funny it is yeah. um not all i mean he's a comedian so not everything is for everybody right but um for for me this like little clip of him <laughs> making, making fun of himself via his mom is just brilliant
3: if i lost something i lost it my mom would never help us find shit Right, normal parents, normal, normal parents help their fucking kids, right? Normal parents help. It's like, okay, what did, you, did you lose something? Your keys, what, what, was it in your pants? Well, what jeans, were you wearing jeans? Well, let's look for those jeans. That's how you fucking help your kids find shit. Not my mom. If I lost something, I can guarantee my mom's right behind me fucking with me. Right, she enjoys that shit. If I'm looking under the couch, I guarantee my mom's right behind me like, oh, what, what, what? <laughs> now I gotta ask my mom for help. That's the worst mistake I can make. Mom. I'm late for work. Do you know where my keys are? Joseph, did you just ask me where your keys are? Isn't that a stupid question? That is a stupid question, Joseph. Excuse me, person that does not drive my car. Do you know where my keys are? (laughs) That is stupid, Joseph. Why don't you ask me where my keys are? I'll know the answer to that. Joseph, ask me. Come on. Ask me right now. Mom, do you know where your keys are? Of course I do. Of course I do, Joseph. I know where my keys are all the time. You know why, Joseph? Because I put them in the same place that I always put my keys. I hang them over here, oh, on
0: this wooden plaque that says keys. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, and and maybe I'm speaking out of turn here because I'm not the child of immigrant parents, but I just feel like it's hacky to do these like my parent has an accent jokes. I don't know. I just feel like a lot well, of parents I mean, do it. Well, yeah,
1: no, I mean it's it's an old it's listen it's an old trope. But I think I mean I could argue I would argue that so is do hosting the Oscars and the Golden Globes. Like the yeah. the the comedy is very yeah. sticky, and it's you know yeah. what I mean. It, it's and I think. There's something about agreeing to f- something being humorous, right? right? You're making a joke, and I'm going to go, ah ha ha, that's funny, and that that's the contract.
0: Yes, and I think to that point, like his comedy's not for me, but like watching that, I can see, like, oh, I can see, like, why he has an audience, especially for people who are like, that's my mom. Oh my exactly. god, exactly. That's,
1: a- that's right. like, and like, I don't know many Asian. Comedians, there aren't a bunch yeah. of them. You know, Ali Wong is the one that can pop pop to my head immediately. I'm sure people will be like, "There are a bunch of them to yeah. on Yeah, but like, um, but he is pretty. Big, but he's Filipino. He's and yeah. he's like, uh, you know, that's a he's being to speaking to a specific audience. So
0: I this is not necessarily about his comedy, but like, damn, the beard can really change how you look. The he that looks like a totally different person, right? Cuz he had he was clean shaven in that clip. I was like, who is that man? I'm so oh, used really? to seeing him. I'm so used to now again, used to. I've only seen him because of this Golden Globes right. thing. But he has a little bit of stubble and just mm. the 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 baby face. The beard beard fishing is real. The beard just make you look like a whole different person.
1: Listen, I love a man with a bald head and a beard. Give it to me.
0: (laughs) So at the top of 2024, Joe Coy hosted the Golden Globes and totally bombed. He had a number of jokes that just really did not pass the sniff test. He had a joke about Taylor Swift that said, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. Now... That is one white woman you are not allowed to make jokes
1: about. me, because I don't understand why the joke was bad. Why was the
0: joke bad?
1: Because she made a I, face?
0: I, no, I. you know what it was? It's just kind of like... the. It just is like hacky. It's hacky. Like, yes, there are... You know, when when Taylor Swift is dating a, a football player and she's been going to his games and at the games they've been panning the camera to her, it's just like, okay, that, it's, it's just... It's just not funny, and I don't think it's enough to get offended over. I just feel more like if you're going to say something about Taylor Swift, it has to be super funny because her fans are so fucking rabid, they will come yeah. after you. It's like, right. don't say anything about her at all, or make a joke that's so funny and actually... um my friend Nas Nasser we were in the group chat talking about this and his pitch was Taylor Swift is here tonight. Taylor, you are such a beautiful and talented musician. Why am I saying this because I don't want your fans to force me into the witness protection program. like that's good. That's make good. a joke about the fact that like her fans are very rabid right but I think it because it's
1: undeniable the- and objective yes. and you're not poking at her.
0: Yes, and the thing about Taylor and her fans is that she often talks about the fact that like she gets all this hate for who she's dating and it's sexist and da da, da, da. She is not wrong, but everybody like you know everybody gets joke p- poked fun at about who they're dating, but it just like yes. recon but it reconfirms for her. She's like they're always picking on me and it's sexist. Oh, and then he does the thing. For her. Yeah. It just does the thing that she claims everybody does this to me and it's like, "Bruh, you walked right into that one." Like, You're just not don't wrong. even mention wrong. her. Right. He also made a joke about Barbie's boobs. He said something about Oppenheimer and he's like, "Oppenheimer is about, you know, the guy building the bomb, and then Barbie is about a plastic doll with big boobies." And it was just <laughs> like, "Sir, like whatever mm-hmm. you think about the Barbie movie, To reduce it to a movie about boobs, it just wasn't funny. And also, like, that's that's just not what the movie is about. And he was so defensive when it didn't work. The key
3: moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Uh, Or what casting directors call character actor. (laughs) (laughs) Some I wrote, some other people wrote, Robert de Niro's here. Yo, I got the gig ten days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up! you got you're kidding me, right? Slow down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. Look,
1: here's what I'll give you. Like it's one thing to bomb, and it's one thing to not have a joke land. It's another thing to get defensive and like start kind of heckling the audience almost, right? Like oh, that. Yeah. That was really cringy. I was like, oh no, now you've made it very uncomfortable, right? Oh, it's already
0: Yeah. And, and you're totally right because when I watched it, I was like People were, it sounded like people were laughing and maybe it was nervous laughter. But to me, mm. even though I didn't like the jokes, I was like, it sounds like people are, are laughing. But he got so defensive and he's like, some of these I wrote, some other people wrote. I got this gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. He's telling Yo, people in the audience to shut up.
1: I know. Listen, <laughs> here's what I'll say. Some pe- some I wrote, some other people wrote, gotta laugh. Cause that's mm-hmm. a joke. It, it is throwing the writers under the bus, right? Yes. Th- that, that's a joke. But, but the other part of it, like, shut up. Like, th- what do you expect? I got this gig yeah. 10 days ago. Like, that took it too far. It's one thing to, like, make a joke. I, I mean, albeit a bad joke, but, like, it was still a fucking joke. You know, that, okay, my, that I could my take.
0: pitch, my pitch when the joke bombed was to say, sorry, I sent I spent the strike smoking weed instead of writing jokes. I'm a little rusty. Yeah, I love a joke that's topical and self-deprecating. And I think a place like the Golden Globes is the perfect place to do it. Yes, You're in a room drunk. full. of <laughs> Everyone's drunk. You're in a room full of celebrities. It's Everyone's having there to have a good time. And it doesn't feel as high pressure as the Oscars, for example. And so if a joke doesn't land being able to laugh at like we're all friends here i think is the way to go versus you guys aren't good enough and i only got this job 10 days ago 10 days is plenty of time to write a 10 minute monologue you can write one joke a day <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and listen i i i've not i haven't been in writers rooms and you have been in Plenty of them, right? Yeah, and I've worked you, on a number
0: like, of award shows.
1: Yes, you have. She's, listened, she has the WGA courts, okay, <laughs> with the health insurance <laughs> to prove it. So, like, I, I'm i speaking out of turn a little bit, but, like, I think the pressure cooker of needing to write something in 10 days when you don't host like mm-hmm. he's a stand up like stand ups yeah. like have they go to they go to a, like a little club they work out some material they see what sticks and what works this is like no we're writing a show and go you know mm-hmm. so it's a different medium for him not yeah. to give him any kind of pass yeah. like it was bad no, and bad
0: I think that that's fair here's the thing because i've worked on a number of award shows i know that a, that that you have the option to bring writers with you so that's how i got to write for tracy for black girls rock mm. tracy said i want for Francesco to write for me. So he definitely probably had the option to bring somebody in there. There's also a world in which you take some of your existing material and you see if you can kind of like retroactively what could he he could have done a whole bit about what his mom thought of all the nominees. He could say, oh. Mom, I'm hosting the Golden okay, Globe, and um, she's like,
1: friend should have wrote for you, Joe Coy. Hello, Sorry.
0: she's a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I'm hosting the Golden Globes. Oh, who is the d- 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 you know, do the yeah. accent? And That's s- great. and maybe she doesn't know who certain people are. Maybe she's getting people's names wrong, or he's I'm explaining- buying
1: all of this, Francesca.
0: Come on. He's explaining to her what the movies are about, or he's asking her, Do you know Yeah. Oh what- god,
1: like a recap of all of the movies. That's so I smart. Mean,
0: that would That's have been so I, smart, and 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 again, easy, right? He knows yeah, what works with fruit. To your point about you spend years developing this material, he knows what mom jokes are really funny. So mm-hmm. stick those funny mom jokes in the monologue and yeah. put them in there. You know? Um, yeah. Were you surprised by how defensive he was? Because again, I I was not familiar with him, and it seems like you know his material. Does it seem in character based on what you've? gleaned from his stand-up?
1: Listen, I was surprised by the defensive period because it was just mm-hmm. awkward. And as mm-hmm. somebody who, like, I haven't seen him do any crowd work. I haven't seen him, like, really talk to an audience before. Um So, uh, like, the idea that he was, like, responding to it an aw- and, and i've seen comedians do that before where they go yeah. after the joke they go oh really you're gonna boo at that are you gonna all yeah. at that yeah and, they, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they make another joke on top of it right so they yes. use that um but they also probably know from past experience that like that gets that kind of reaction That's from an audience exactly so.
0: it's planned it's planned yeah and, and to your point when that happens there's always a joke right after it so right after
1: a salve yep
0: Hmm, and this one it really seemed like his feelings really were hurt because he kept to tell the audience to shut up.
1: <laughs> Ooh, shut up! And then like, and then go, and then go. And mouth was dry. Ooh, you know that. You know that mouth dry. You know when it's like. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Ooh, it was dry. If you look at back at that tape. I was like, I'm nervous for you. Everyone was uncomfortable for him too. Yeah. Um what did you think of the apology tour um so he went on gma good morning america to to talk to some of the hosts about yeah. it but They And they kind of couch it like he's just reflecting on his experience, but it was like a straight up like sad apology.
0: It was weird. He seems so sad and depressed there. And the host are like, we're super excited. We've got (laughs) Joe Coy here. You just hosted the Golden Globes. We loved it. And he's like, yeah, you know, it was. (laughs)
1: Wait, quote, (laughs) it was a tough room. (laughs) <laughs> and it was a hard job going i'm not going to lie getting that gig and then having the amount of time that we had to prepare it was a crash course it was literally that sad
0: yeah it was really really sad it was like on his webcam like sir you can go to the studio and have some real And it was lighting. moving i was like who's holding that camera it was really weird and he tried to apologize for the Taylor Swift joke but he didn't really he was like it was flat and it was weird and you know he, the other thing he did is that he did a whole photo shoot with the LA Times and he's wearing this beanie I call this the pensive apology beanie like I
1: hate you <laughs> I hate you so much he's like I'm
0: just like you you know like when I'm right. not in my suit and tie I'm wearing a beanie and I'm I'm just <laughs> and know, I'm looking like, to the right And the the picture's in black and white. Like, come the fuck on. It says, the reaction to the Barbie joke, the things that are being said, it's just like, man, I don't think you understand who I am as a person. You know what I mean? Because if you've ever seen me, you'll see just how much I praise and shine light on women, from my ex-wife to my mom.
1: (laughs) This doesn't say much, sir. What does
0: your ex-wife have to What? I have a mom and my ex-wife DeLon, was this an apology? Did it work? I mean, what is your no, fix?
1: no, this was not an <laughs> apology. It was an apology. But I I also like, I don't think he had much to apologize for in that I think he got what was coming to him. He got the recompense, yeah. meaning that he bombed. He yeah. bombed. We're, we're talking about how he bombed. And so I think that is kind of cause and effect of it all. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do you think he needed to apologize for something? No, I, I, I think, listen, I, I agree with you. I think he bombed. Uh, it is a hard job. You're correct. Hosting is a skill. I think a lot of people that are just naturally funny or they're a comedian or they're an actor, you're in your lane. And I think a lot of people assume hosting I could do that it's just reading a teleprompter it's just throwing from one person to another but it's really not you got to be able to segue between jokes you have to be able to read the room you have to be able to read the teleprompter you have to also like know how to pivot sometimes they're like live editing the, the teleprompter mm. in real time um Girl. it's just you have to have so many different gears going at once that said I think most people at this point know that award shows are going to have hacky jokes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's part for the course. It's part for the course. You don't watch an award show. It's very rare. You watch and you, you go, God damn, that host was hilarious. Like, you know, you're like, Oh, this part was funny, but I think everyone just kind of assumed that it's not going to be. And again, I've written for award shows. I say this as somebody that like has done this before. Most people assume, I think, that some of the jokes are going to be PG. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they need to appeal yeah. to a wide audience. You're not going to get raunchy. You're not doing any hard-hitting, hard jokes at an award show. So I kind of feel like he just had said nothing. Because the news cycle moves so fast that, like, yeah. in a few days, no one's talk about the Golden Globes. The Oscar nominations are coming out. The Emmys are coming that- out right everyone's moved on but by doing like the the apology tour it's like you're you're drawing it out and you're making mm. more people go watch the monologue and see how bad it is just let right. people forget about it and let people move on
1: well and along those same lines do you have a fix for like how it should have gone I, I, I guess again just, i think like not saying anything
0: i think he should have said nothing but if yeah. he was going to say anything i think he should have apologized to the writers I think he should have come out and said, you know, I got defensive. Just again, kind of what you talked about in terms of the formula. Just be honest. I got defensive. It was a hard job. If I'm being honest, I took this job and I was excited about it. And then I realized I was a little in over my head. And Mm -hmm. instead of admitting it, I got defensive. And then I did the worst thing. I threw my writers under the bus who worked really, really hard. And they presented a lot of great material. And the reality is maybe I just wasn't the right person for the job. He, like you, just listen
1: <laughs> she's a writer bitch um that honestly though even what you just said i the thing is you can't fault you can't fault him if he says something like that because it's very vulnerable he admits what, what he admits what he did wrong or, or the perceived harm right mm-hmm. and he says uh, and doles it out to the who he thinks feel could feel harmed and then he goes this is what i would have done to change it here's what i should have done or something like that right my thing is like i i thought about the money he was paid you know hello because with 10 days you know he was paid good money and gerard Gerard Carmichael. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the comedian who hosted last year, I think in his speech, in his like opening monologue, he was like, Oh no, they paid me five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so that's why I said that's why I said yes. And you know, so, people
0: said that his wasn't great either. People didn't it, love I, him hosting.
1: He they sure didn't, but he's five hundred thousand dollars. Richard, I would have taken five hundred thousand dollars and I would have been <laughs> up the creek, up a creek, not knowing what to say.
0: But I think in Gerard's to Gerard's credit. People criticized him, and he didn't say anything about it. And I think yeah, this legit. is a thing that I think a lot of comedians need to get over. Your job is to be funny. And if you're not funny, it's not the audience's fault. It's your fault. You have <laughs> one job. You're not doing brain surgery. You're not doing rocket science. You're making jokes. And if the right. jokes fall flat, they fall flat. And to your point about you know repairing the harm... I would have taken it a step further and shouted out Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig about the Barbie movie. You know, I tried to make a joke, and in and hindsight, I realized that the joke reduced. You know the importance of a movie that really made yeah. a lot of women feel seen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and That started a I...
1: conversation that we need to be having. Right. Totally. Yeah.
0: And 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 not that it's an excuse, but to me it felt like he hadn't seen the Barbie movie. And so yeah. even if he just acknowledged that, he was like, "Look, I gotta keep it real with you. I ain't seen the Barbie movie." Ah! So I I could I could accept that. I could totally you, accept again, that. Again, it's not an excuse. It's just like this is just what it is. I haven't seen it's the real. Movie. I made this joke and now that I know what the movie is about, I'm like, yo, I fucked up. Because I, right. I really thought it was about boobs and it's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Again, self-deprecating. Make yeah, fun of yeah. yourself, right? Because
1: it's vulnerable. It's that's listen, that's my whole that's the my, the charm I wear on my neck mm-hmm. is self-deprecation. Works every time, Joe. Works every and time. And then
0: in the write-a-check arena, you know what would really would have worked? He could have said, and Taylor Swift, I really fucked up. That's why I'm buying out a theater so people can watch the Eras tour that haven't seen it. <laughs> I know I know a lot of Swifties out there couldn't make it to the theater but they weren't able to go to the concert and so if you live in Los Angeles come on down to the AMC whatever no. and see the no. Eras tour on me <laughs>
1: Girl, no. no. Absolutely. No one wants to see that. Let me stop. Let me stop for those 50 come for me. Let me they will come up. for you. They,
0: they, they, they yes. love that movie. They love Go that movie.
1: Eros, Eros. <laughs> yes, girl. You're
0: not even saying the name right. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, wait. So <laughs> moving on to our next apology. It comes from the crew members of Spice Jet Airlines. So um here's the headline: Man trapped in airplane bathroom near the entire flight receives napkin scroll apology from Cabin Crew. So, during a 45-minute flight from Mumbai to Bengaluru, a passenger went to the bathroom and then couldn't get out. <laughs> he was trapped inside the bathroom for the entire flight. Talk about spicy, jet. Okay. <laughs> Sir, what kind of spices was in there? here? Oh, my God. He was in the dookie shoot, girl. Okay. <laughs> Sidebar, why do we call it dookie? Why do we ever call it dookie? I don't understand We that.
0: Speak for yourself. I don't say dookie.
1: Okay, I say Dookie Um, Well, he was in there You know he was in there Letting that gas out, okay (laughs) That's why he got stuck in there Because he didn't want to come out And have everybody smell it
0: Oh, my God. That poor bathroom was sealed tight like an Instapot. I know that place <laughs> smell foul wool. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so after fighting for his life in that little toilet, the flight attendants eventually got a napkin and slipped it under the bathroom door with this apology scrawled on it. Sir, we tried our best to open the door. However, we could not open do not panic. We are landing in a few mins. Please close the commode lid and sit on it and secure yourself as soon as the main cabin door is open, an engineer will come. Do not panic. Now this is beyond hilarious. This is beyond hilarious, but it could have gone left real fast. What if the pilot had actually like got stuck <laughs> in there,
0: you know? Yeah, y'all would have been in trouble trying to land that plane. I mean I mean there's
1: a co pilot, so there's always two
0: pilots, right? Oh, okay, that but makes like
1: sense.
0: but I mean you're still
1: down one. If there's supposed to be two in there, you down one ain't good.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's it it is very, very dangerous. And I'm not I'm not claustrophobic. Like I'm okay in small spaces, but if that man had been claustrophobic, you can start having a panic attack and, and, and uh. induce a heart attack. He could have <gasps> died in there.
1: Not you knowing some medicine. Damn. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Have you ever had an MRI, like a full-body MRI?
0: Yes, I have. That shit sh- is scary. I, you know, again, not scary to me, but really? as someone that, that watched The Sopranos, spoiler alert, Tony gets an MRI, and he starts having a panic attack in there. I know I think it's about really... about all
1: those people he put in the coffins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think, again, just some people being in small spaces makes them feel uncomfortable and yeah. the stress of that can really have physical uh consequences on your body and so again 45 minutes is not that long to be trapped in a bathroom but it's, oh, it's girl
1: I, I disagree i disagree well, i mean it
0: wasn't like it wasn't like an international flight like that would have been some shit pun intended oh right but also
1: <laughs> literally quite literally but Here's the thing, even being stuck in there on a plane, not being able to see what's happening outside is the scary part to me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, at least I can open the window, I can get information from the flight attendants, I hear the announcements, right? But being stuck in the bathroom, not knowing why you're stuck in the bathroom, that would like freak me the fuck out
0: yeah what did you what do you think about this apology did it work no i am so (laughs) mad
1: at them for this fucking apology that (laughs) has slipped i mean i you know she probably didn't want to panic the passengers so she didn't like yell it through the door or maybe she couldn't he couldn't oh. hear them. Okay, um, but I was like, "This is not an apology. This is this is just strap yourself into the best of your ability. I hope you're okay. That's what mm-hmm. that was. Did this feel like an apology yeah. to you?
0: No, I I agree. It it it's very strange that they went this route for me." I thought the same thing. I was like, what kind of door is it that they had to put a note under the door instead of just talking to him? Like, did he need a note? I'm sure he knew he was trapped inside the bathroom. Like, you're not telling me anything (laughs) new here. Right, Um, right. I think they need to give that man some buddy passes or some free miles. He needs to be able to have some flights taken care of.
1: I said he free flights for a year. A year.
0: I I don't know about a year. I don't know about a year. Really? You know, the other thing I thought of, of... what about everybody else on the plane that couldn't use the bathroom for forty five minutes? Yo, what you do, know do they get? Shit,
1: their pants. Shit, <laughs> their what pants. What
0: do they get?
1: Mm-mm. Well, listen, and don't let it be somebody like me who has like never been to India and like tearing up some Indian food because you, know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, oh, you know,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. My stomach would have been a wreck. No, 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 no. You, yeah, Matts, you don't, you don't take chances with your what you're eating before you get on a flight. Keep it light. Mm keep it light
1: but i love some indian food though I, girl uh, that shit is i good.
0: give me some navataran korma and give you me some better, pana- you better speak it you better say uh, it to me and give me some garlic naan oh, oh
1: garlic naan fuck what you heard Ooh, garlic oh naan. the
0: breath is kicking but it's, it's <laughs> and so it's, is that booty hole <laughs> <it is. laughs> It's worth it.
1: Ev- you, you know it comes out spicy just like it went down, girl.
0: I'm, it's worth every single bite. It really but is. But do not do that before. Worth every bite. Don't do it before a flight. <laughs> 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 All right. So our last apology is from the hosts of this very podcast. That is correct. This episode's final apology is from Delon and I. So a few weeks ago, we did an episode on Lisa Frank, and in it, we covered the controversy surrounding Lisa Frank Inc.'s collaboration with Hotels.com, and folks pointing out that it felt eerily similar to artist Amina Mucchiolo's apartment, but in the episode, we made the mistake of misgendering Amina, who uses they, them pronouns.
1: Now, this is where apologies usually go left, because folks usually focus on their intentions rather than the result of their actions but the reality is despite our intentions misgendering amina was not only disrespectful to them but it also hurt some of our trans and non-binary audience members and for that we are sincerely sorry we've also updated the show notes on our lisa frank episode with an addendum about amina's correct pronouns
0: I also want to add that since I wrote the episode and I mutuals with Amina on IG, I felt extra responsible for this mistake. So I reached out to Amina directly to apologize via DM. And we also donated to their mutual aid fund. And I want to say... First and foremost, thank you to Amina for hearing me and also for giving me the okay to share this on the podcast because I wanted to be respectful of them. And also a thank you to everyone that sent us DMs and comments about this. It is not easy to call out people that you respect and you enjoy, and I get that 100%.
1: friend. and when you mentioned that you wanted to talk about on the pod, I thought it was just such a great idea. Um, I'm not trying to give you any cookies, but like, yo, <laughs> practice what you preach, though. Walk the walk. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Thank you for saying that. I, I thought it was actually a really great opportunity too. look, I am far from perfect. And while I've made a lot of content about people's missteps, I'm not above getting it wrong myself. And I'm, I'm such a huge fan of Amina's work. The last thing I want to do is hurt them. And I felt like this was a really easy fix and an opportunity mm. to show people that it's not going to kill you to apologize. Like nothing's going to happen. You don't look. No, your heart's like- still beating. I'm I'm absolutely fine and if people can learn from us on the pod and mm-hmm. say like oh wow they were able to do that and it wasn't a big deal and like hopefully more people will feel confident and comfortable apologizing when they inevitably screw up because we're human. Yes.
1: Listen, my sister talks about, I talked about this on the pod before rupture and repair, rupture mm-hmm. and repair. There was a rupture and we're just doing that. The reparations as it were, yeah. we're repairing it. Um, so now that we've reviewed all of the apologies, including some of our own personals, um, it's time for everyone's favorite segment, the glow up where we give props to those who turn themselves around without our help. But first, As usual, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Fran, do you want to give your glow up
0: first? Yeah, my glow up goes to Kelly Rowland. Miss Mama is out here acting.
1: (gasps) What? And what? Where? Who? Why? What? (laughs) Kelly
0: Rowland, yes, Kelly Rowland has been in a number of movies. She's in a new Tyler Perry movie, which, you know, we mm-hmm. we can, we, look, she, she needs a, she wants a check, she gonna get a check, but she was in, like, a Halloween movie on Netflix, she's really, and she's been in a number of, like, Hallmark movies and Lifetime movies, a lot of, like, okay. holiday rom-coms, and, and I have to say, like, she's, um, the girl is beautiful. The camera.
1: She's look, a stunning. The stunning. camera loves. She got that loves- Francesca skin. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> the camera loves her. I'm surprised she didn't go into acting sooner. But I really mm. love this for her. And I I'm love mm, the mind. You're that-
1: surprised she didn't go into acting sooner? Yeah, I mean, I, can, is she I, acting? Is she acting? No, I she mean, acting? she
0: not she not giving you Meryl Streep or anything. Right, like, right, she, right you know, right, She's right, doing right. Christmas movies and stuff. But I just right. mean in the sense that, like, I am really inspired by creatives of, of any background that say I've tried this thing and I haven't had the results that I wanted so I'm going to try a different thing. I have pivoted Pivot. so many times in my career. I was a graphic designer, then I was doing YouTube videos, then I was you know, I was doing stand up, then I was I left and I was doing like you just got to say is this working? I'm going to try something else. I like Kelly Rowland's music, but mm, i i can as, i can assume that maybe she has not reached the levels of success that she wants, and so she's right. like, let me try something else. And and I, again, like I think she's figured out where her strengths are. She's staying in this right. like rom com space, which I think is mm-hmm. is very cute for her. Um, and again, she looks great. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 here for Kelly Rowland, the thespian.
1: Yo, I didn't even know she was acting like that. I I don't think I've ever seen her in a film or like um even thought about that no offense kelly i love your music but like i do hear you on the pivot right i mm-hmm. why not it, especially when you're able to she's able to pick up the phone and be like hey can i do a movie because mm-hmm. she has a name right maybe all maybe we all reach that level of status as artists <sighs> to be it. able to pick up a phone and just get some work okay mm-hmm. so i'm not mad at her for that and now that we're talking about it she's kind of she can kind of live in that um aaliyah space remember when aaliyah did oh. like the the vampire movie yeah. or um the one she did with jet lee she was mm-hmm. i forget romeo what that movie must, was romeo
0: must die
1: romeo must die that was on um i was in, uh, in an airbnb and that was playing i watched that whole damn thing well you uh, know and, and she was
0: know, aaliyah was supposed to be in the matrix before she passed <gasps> away she was jada pinkett be... took
1: it that took the part didn't she mm-hmm. yeah
0: Damn, yeah, I. Damn. you know what? I could see, I think you made a great comparison. I could definitely see Kelly in an action movie or like a heist movie. You know, yeah. she's like the sexy bank teller that's also like helping her boyfriend steal money. Well,
1: because it, it requires looks. That requires you to like look and, and mm-hmm. be in, like, look shocked, look angry, <laughs> you know, be a, be, be in a, a pose. You know what I mean? Yes. And um, also she can wear
0: like a cat suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Leather with her shoulders out and just. And just you know.
1: have like a, a over the shoulder one liner. You know, she kind of lives in that Zoe Kravitz space too. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe Kravitz, I haven't seen Zoe Kravitz do like an acting role, like a Meryl yeah. role. She does like yeah, a yeah, light yeah. kind of, you know. Keep fair. it
0: light and cute. Yeah. And you know? also, there's something about Kelly Rowland and the Bob. The Bob
1: is her look.
0: The Bob I think needs to be in a heist movie. It's just something Mm. about it. Feels That
1: way, that's the name of her heist movie, The Bob. The (laughs) (laughs)
0: Bob. Oh my God. All right, Delon, what's your glow up this week?
1: So my glow up is actually adjacent to this. My glow Ooh. up is going to the movies. I know that people are still going to the movies, but AMC, I've said this before, probably on the pod. I think AMC and a lot of movie theaters have been struggling over the years, just yeah. post pandemic, even pre pandemic. They were struggling. Um But, because of streaming, I personally hadn't really gone to the movies a bunch. Um, I think I definitely saw Oppenheimer. I definitely saw Avatar last year, but those are yeah. the movies that I saw. In the she hates it, Fran hates it. Um,
0: yeah, those movies are I, three hours long. I was not seeing I,
1: either. That's of those. probably why I didn't go back to see any other ones. Um, yeah, but. I recently saw American fiction starring Jeffrey <gasps> Wright. <gasps> uh, uh Trace Ellis Ross is in there. Um, and Cord uh,
0: Jefferson, Jefferson Cord, wrote and directed it. And Cord and I shared an office at Nightly Show, my first TV writing job. Talk listen, about up! I don't know if you
1: listening. I don't know if you're listening. Oh, huge glow up, Cord. Huge glow huge up. up. You fine as hell, Cord. Um, Ooh. but you also are so good. This script is yeah. just so fucking great. And to my, to my glow up. It just made me want to go to the movies. I was like, yo, if we're telling stories like this that are interesting, that have me thinking, that have me laughing, that are commenting on my experience and culture, I am fucking there. So yeah. I went and saw that movie, and then I went and saw Poor Things with Emma Stone. Oh, and, I heard that um, was
0: amazing.
1: You know what? Not a huge Emma Stone <gasps> fan. She was fucking great in it. She was heard, fucking okay, great. Okay, okay. It's heard a good she, film. I
0: heard it was really good.
1: Mark Ruffalo completely understood the assignment. As an actor, mm. I could not have read the script and done what he did. It's so funny. It's so interesting. He's um, fine, too. He's so fucking good. He's Ugh, fine, and me, he has cool it.
0: And he has good politics. He always okay. he always on Twitter saying something like, you know, again, like he's a white dude. So the bar is low, but he he impresses me. I like him.
1: Listen, you would I, you would catch me in them sheets, okay? <laughs> you would catch my ass. Um, Rough me and... up, Ruffalo. <laughs> Get like a bag of Ruffles, okay? Um, we, Can't just then, have um... one
2: bite. <laughs>
1: Gotta lick them fingers. <laughs> Yo, we just the innuendo so on this thirsties. podcast.
0: <laughs> we are s- the thirst on this podcast is otherworldly.
1: Ridiculous. And on that note, let's wrap it up. <laughs>
0: so, friends, that is the end of this week's episode. Exciting news. We have a YouTube channel. Please check it out, youtube.com at fixitpod, where you can watch video of our episodes if you want to see our lovely faces. We also would love to hear from you. What is your favorite apology song? Or maybe you would like to suggest a TV show, a celeb, or a brand that we should fix in a future episode. Hit us up on Instagram at fixitpod or email us, fixitpod at gmail.com.
1: And as always, friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to give us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app or YouTube. You know, leave Ooh, a comment. Leave a let comment. Even- okay. Uh, this was Let Me Fix It. No, let me. Just let me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also, tell the, tell the class who, tell you, who are. you are. Tell
1: who you are.
0: Have you done this before?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ready? I'm Delon. I'm Francesca. And this was
0: Love A
1: <laughs> Pew, 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 pew.